What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Guys, this is Angelisa Chandler, Biblical Counselor with the Care Ministry here at New Vision Baptist Church. Glad to be back on the podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying this study of the book of Acts. Um, I hope you're following along week by week as we're just diving in verse by verse to really unpack this awesome book of Acts. Um, Before we dive in to Acts chapter 5, I would love to kind of do a small recap. Um, For those of you guys who are visiting for the first time on our podcast, welcome. Um, We love that you're here. Um, How this works is we usually go verse by verse. Today we're in Acts 5. So if you have not um, listened to the previous podcast, I highly recommend you do that. For those of you guys who are regulars, you kind of know how this rolls. So um, hold on tight. Um, We're in some some good scripture here starting in Acts chapter 5. But before that, Let's kind of rewind just a little bit and see what we've learned so far. So, so far in the book of Acts, we are learning how the church kind of got its roots, how it's developing, how it's growing. We've seen how the Holy Spirit has came and just came upon the church, just as Jesus promised that he gave the Holy Spirit to come upon them. Um, And as this is happening, the church is just growing in number. And um, it's been an awesome development as the gospel of Jesus is being spread. And as we approach chapter four, so we were just in chapter four, we start encountering some adversaries to this church. So we start seeing the Sadducees back on the scene, which we remember them from the crucifixion story, and they do not like the story of Jesus, this hope that the disciples are actually sharing with other people. So they are back on the persecuting scene. So they actually meet Peter and John, um, and they actually seize them and put them in jail. Interesting enough, as we heard in chapter four, we see that they couldn't keep them in jail because the people kind of like the crucifixion, right? Kind of like what happened with Pilate. The people were just praising the Lord for these um, acts of miracles and this gospel message that they're bringing out. The people were praising God for their ministry. So the Sadducees didn't know what to do with them, so they let them go. And as they let them go, we kind of ended out or rounded out Acts chapter 4 yesterday as Dalton shared with us about how the church began to unite. This gospel message brought them unity where they started acting as one people. They started helping each other. They started um, giving and selling their belongings just to help people. Um, And ultimately ended with the story of one of the Levites, and his name was Barnabas. And this guy sold a piece of property. So he sold a field that he had owned, and he brought all the money from his earnings to the church and laid it at the apostles' feet. And as we ended that story, we start at the book of Acts. So we see this awesome growing of the church, and now we are hit with with this interesting story here in Acts 5. So I'm going to read from the NIV chapter 5, starting in verse 1, verses 1 through 11. All right, I'm going to read through the whole thing, and then I'm going to give you some takeaways. Here we go. Now, a man named Ananias, together with his wife, Sapphira, also sold a piece of property. With his wife's full knowledge, he kept 
back part of the money for himself, but brought the rest and put it at the apostles' feet. Then Peter said, Ananias, how is it that Satan has so filled your heart that you've lied to the Holy Spirit and have kept for yourself some of the money you received for the land? Didn't it belong to you before it was sold? And after it was sold, wasn't the money at your disposal? What made you think of doing such a thing? You have not lied to men, but to God. When Ananias heard this, he fell down and died. And great fear seized all who heard what had happened. Then the young men came forward, wrapped his body, and carried him out and buried him. About three hours later, his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. Peter asked her, Tell me, is this the price you and Ananias got for the land? Yes, she said, that is the price. Peter said to her, How could you agree to test the spirit of the Lord? Look, the feet of the men who buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out also. At that moment, she fell at his feet and died. Then the young men came in, finding her dead, carried her out and buried her beside her husband. Great fear seized the whole church and all who heard about these events. Okay, guys, this is kind of a dark story, right? So how do we unpack this? Well, remember, we left off chapter four by talking about um, this generosity of this guy named Barnabas, right? So Ananias and Sapphira saw how well he was respected, and they wanted that same kind of respect and honor. So Ananias actually had a piece of property, and him and his wife in agreement, they agreed together, hey, yeah, let's go ahead and sell this property and give it to the apostles. Let's give it to the church. But they were doing it for the wrong reasons. So they did, they sold their property, and when the time came to give this money to the church, um, as the other people were doing, they were giving all that they received to the disciples or to the apostles. And when they were actually about to do that together, again in agreement, Ananias decided to keep some for himself and for his wife. So we look at what Peter says when this happens. Peter kind of explains to him like, hey, wasn't this land already yours? Didn't it belong to you before it was sold? And so, yes, of course it was. So it belonged to Ananias. So that money actually belonged to Ananias. What he gave just really should have been whatever was on his heart to give. And so the actually holding back of the money was not really the issue, right? Because, I mean, if he felt like he needed that money, that was his in the first place. So that really wasn't the issue. The issue was that the heart that he gave, he gave in a lie, he gave um, in an illusion that it was all that he received. And so he held back this secret that he didn't want anybody to know. And interesting enough, this secret wasn't really even against the apostles of the church. And so um, Peter actually even tells him, you have not lied to men, but to God. So he was actually lying to the Holy Spirit and God. So as we think about this, the lying was actually the worst part. But if we think about that, the lying was just the behavior. And what does God tell us through scripture? He says that he looks at the heart. He doesn't look out at the outward appearance as what man looks like, looks at. Instead, God looks at our heart. So the lying was the behavior on the outside. But as we dig in deeper to Ananias and we start looking underneath and what was the heart of that lie was his pride. It was his pride and greed that kept him 
from actually telling the truth about holding that money back. He didn't want to tell them because of his pride and his greed. And this actually resulted in his death. Well, interesting enough, three hours later, his wife comes in and his wife has no idea what happened. And remember, before this, they were both on agreements of what to do with the money and how to sell it. So they were agreeing on all accounts through this whole situation. So when Peter confronts Sapphira and asks, is this really the total amount of money that you guys received? She also lied. Wow. And that ended in her death. That is pretty extreme. And actually, it leads to a great fear through the whole church who heard about these events. But as you read, even back in the Old Testament, in the Proverbs, Proverbs 1-7 tells us the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And throughout scripture, it reminds us to have a healthy fear of the Lord. Well, I know this is an interesting story here. Um, Let me give you three takeaways to hopefully round this out and help us to understand why this is such an important message for us today. The first takeaway is as we have learned from Ananias and Sapphira, they were counterfeit community members. Man, I know that sounds pretty harsh, but so very true. God doesn't want anything counterfeit. So I ask you, are the things that you're doing when you come to the Lord, what is the heart of the matter? When you sing in worship, where is your heart? When you give, tithe, where is your heart? When you're actually listening and applying the word or maybe praying, where is your heart? I just pray that we do a heart examination and really find out and make sure that what we're doing um, for the Lord and in the church has the right heart behind it. The second takeaway is about this marriage. Um, Sapphira and Ananias were married, and as you can see in their marriage, they were united and agreed to which way they were going to go. But agreeance, if it is not approved by God, is sometimes definitely not the way to go. So agreeance isn't all that matters. Whatever we agree upon, especially with others, must be approved by God. As we can tell, um, we watched Ananias and he was judged separately for his sin. And then on a separate occasion, Sapphira comes in and she stood alone in her judgment as well. So what did we learn? We learned that we will stand alone in judgment for our own decisions and we have our own consequences So just because other people around you are telling you something and you think it's a good idea, if it is not approved by God, then do not follow them into that same pattern of sin. That's a huge, huge um, takeaway for us. And the last takeaway um, is this gospel message. What a beautiful story of the gospel message. And the gospel message, what do we learn? We learned even in Acts chapter 4 at the end there um, that the gospel transforms us. This is what it does. It loosens our grip on stuff and it tightens our grip on people. Let me say that again. The gospel transforms us. It loosens our grip on stuff, but it tightens our grip on people. So I just pray that this gospel message of Jesus will transform you. And as it does, our grip 
will get looser on things like money and things that, that have overtaken us in our past, but it'll tighten on our understanding of helping people. And that's an amazing, amazing takeaway. I hope this helped you guys. I hope that you can take this story, do a heart check, and remember that you are being transformed. So God bless you and have a great week. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.